0: I would like to play a um, little tune I just composed not so long ago. This Billy, this Ho- Billy, Ho- Billy Holiday. Bird. <laughs>
1: Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to introduce, mm. yeah. DJ.
2: baby monster,
1: scratching and give me a beat.
2: Every third Monday of the month on radio, Laura. Good evening, Zurich. Uh, DJ Baby Monster here. And like every third Monday of the month, I am bringing you the music of my choice. It's Gimme a Beat, of course, Radio Laura, 97.5 MHz. Or you can listen to us via web, www.laura.ch. And then once you land on our page, you will see a little web radio, and you can click on it and listen to me right now. Uh, It's been a really busy summer for me in all the good ways. I mean, I don't feel like I had a really a summer break, but things were so interesting and exciting that I really can't complain. I traveled a bit. I rested a bit. I worked a lot uh, for my radio and my other job. Like I discovered many artists and I revisited some of my favorite ones and in tonight's show, I'm gonna focus on an artist that I've been a fan of for a long time, uh, from their debut album, to be more precise. Um, but this band formed long time before uh, that, back in 90s, specifically in 96, in Sweden. I'm talking about uh, Little Dragon. Uh, it's a Swedish electronic band, as I said, formed in 1996. And the band consists of Yukimi, Eric, uh, Fredrik, and Hakan, Yukimi being the lead singer of the band, and actually the person that I had a chance to interview. And I'm bringing this material together with the music from their last album and some of my favorite songs from previous albums, in tonight's Gimme a Beat. I'm really excited about this, I really have to say. So, you know, there is always a bit of a story behind uh, any of the Gimme a Beat. So, of course, in this case, I also have a sh- story to share with you. So what happened is that I was really busy, as I mentioned, and I actually didn't even plan to do uh, any festivals this summer because I went on the festival just in the beginning of the summer, Primavera Sound uh, in Barcelona. And I was hoping or I was thinking that maybe I'll take it easy. But of course, I'm always listening to the music. I'm getting lots of uh, promos from different labels, Um, discovering artists. I mean, I'm just really obsessed with the music in one form or another. So even if I'm not going to the festival uh, in the time when I'm uh, working and I don't have many meetings, I really love to have music uh, running in the background. So I received the promo email from a ninja, ninja Tune on a 7th of July uh, this year. And uh, it actually had an information about the new album from Little Dragon. So I was really in the middle of uh, doing and building some concepts. Um, and I really needed some new music. I was tired of my music. Uh, so when I got this email, I was really excited. I mean, Little Dragon, as I mentioned before, uh, is a band that I'm, I'm a huge fan of from their beginning, from their debut album uh, with the same title that they released back in 2007. So I was very really excited to get this. So the new album, uh, Slugs of Love, actually came out on the 7th of July. And when I started listening to it, I was immediately hooked. I kept on listening and listening and listening. And at one point, I really only stopped uh, when I wrote an email to uh, Ninja Tune, to to the person that actually sent this promo to me, and I asked for an interview. I was really excited when I got the. Uh, The answer back, uh, yes. And I set up the interview, Zoom interview, only with Yukimi. Um, This is a bit of a pity, right? It would be good to actually interview the whole band. But since Gimme a Beat is focused on everything female, uh, of course, not having Yukimi in an interview would be a bigger problem than only having her. So I was excited about this and decided to actually... Dedicated a little bit more to the band considering that I've been listening to them for a long time and I'm a huge fan of their other materials. I decided to dedicate tonight's Gimme a Beat to Little Dragon. So I will be playing the music from their phenomenal last album, Slugs of Love, uh, and also some of my ultimate favorite songs from their previous album. And of course, I'm going to be playing an interview with Yukimi that I did over the Zoom one hot summer evening in August. Now, I need to say that this is not the first time I interviewed uh, Yukimi, and of course, I've seen them numerous times uh, performing live. Uh, First time I saw them performing was back in 2010 here in Zurich. And then after that, I kept on seeing them mostly on festivals, and honestly, the Never really disappoint. You know how much I appreciate artists and the bands that are really great live. And Little Dragon never disappoints. Uh, they're one of the bands that really do the live shows very, very well. And Yukimi has just the right energy, you know, as a, as a lead singer, that is always important. She has just the right energy to get you hooked into their whole setup. Um, The similar way how you feel when you are listening to their records. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, you really need to listen to to their new record and start revisiting their whole catalog. But there is this feel of a coziness and happiness that I get when I listen to their music. Even if their songs are upbeat or slow or melancholic. I just really always feel like I am in the room with friends or friends of a friends in some comfortable environment where people are just jamming and playing the music, and I'm just there. I'm almost mesmerized in their world and 100 percent in that moment. This is the feeling when you actually listen to "Little Dragon," the recorded music or the live shows and this is something that it's not so easy to find i think everybody will agree and so i had a chance to actually interview yukimi back in 2012 and they were touring after their album uh, ritual Union, and they were performing uh, on the Exit Festival. I, at that time, I was going quite often to Exit Festival, considering that uh, it's happening in my hometown. And so 2012 was a great year in Exit Festival, and I was really excited to actually have an interview with Yukimi. But the that interview was part of my whole review of Exit uh, 2012, so I haven't had a lot of time to speak to her. It was really just... Uh, catching the artist, uh, getting a little bit of an idea of who they are and hearing about their last album, uh, playing few songs of whatever their latest release is uh, as a part of my review. This is usually how a review works. But in tonight's Show, as I said, I'm really excited to actually spend two hours uh, playing not just their music, but also sharing their story. And when I have a time to sit with the artist, I also like to go like back to the beginning, understand where they're coming from and just kind of like cover all these different topics that come to my mind. So in tonight's show, that's exactly what you are going to hear. Obviously, I will play quite a lot uh, Slugs of Love, their latest album. And then I will just, as I mentioned in, in the beginning, play a few of my favorite songs from their previous releases um, and trust me it wasn't really easy to select the music you know and play together with the interview and squeeze everything into our show so i think we will probably last a little bit longer tonight i don't think anyone is going to mind when you are actually playing a great music so i'm going to start with a song from a slugs of love album and immediately kick uh with an interview And then I will tune in from time to time As I usually do The song that I will start with is the song Gold. Uh, this is probably my favorite song from their album. First time when I heard the album, this is a song that I kept on humming. And I love that. If, if there is a music that stays in my head and I kept on humming, it usually means it's, it's kind of like the vibe of the moment. So this song was a vibe of a moment for many moments during this summer. So I'm going to start with that and then we will kick it off. Interview, music, and then some more music. So, without further ado, let's start.
1: Music It don't matter to me, all these material needs got us full of wild on the inside. And the fate of my feet, only your love will send me free.
3: I'm Yukimi from Little Dragon, and you're listening to Give Me a Beat.
2: I really love your new album, I Heard Slugs of Love, and it has all the elements of the Little Dragon that I love, but it has also, like, there's some different things, and and I really love that. It's, it's kind of like a mix of all these different sounds, and some of them I never really noticed with you, but I like them from maybe some other artists or some different eras and so on so i thought it's really interesting but because i want to dedicate actually two hour show to you i want to tell the whole story so i'm gonna start from the beginning i know that you actually met very early in life and so I want to really go back to that. And and this is your seventh album. So this is really lasting relationship. So um, I want to understand how did you start and how did you get involved in music? And did you always wanted to be an artist or was it really just exploring and then it turned into your profession? Like if you can give us a little bit of a background on, on those early starts. Sure. Um, yeah, so... I think uh, for me personally,
3: I um, kind of realized as a kid that I loved to sing and that I loved to, you know, um, put on little shows for my parents and stuff. So that was probably my first sort of um, um, feeling the sort of performing and realizing that that I enjoyed Eyes on Me. But I think that when I became a teenager, like 12, 13, I became very sure about what I wanted to do. Um, So for it it felt um, at that time like uh, I was super confident about that I wanted to sing and that that was, you know, that was my path. Um, And then I met the guys, uh, I think I was like 15, 14, when I met uh, Eric and uh, Fred in the band. And when I started high school, which had like a music um, line, uh, they were already going to that that high school, but they were two years older than me, so I was kind of impressed by them, and I thought they were cool and stuff. <laughs> and uh, we started jamming together and um, making music together and stuff. And then later on, uh, we met Huakan, uh, who plays keyboard, and we just sort of started uh, writing music together, but I don't think that anyone was uh, necessarily had the, I mean, I think I was probably the, the driving force in that it was sort of gonna be my album. Um, selfishly, mm-hmm. I was very like sort of in my super narcissistic phase, you know, I wanna be a star, this is what I wanna do and you guys can kind of come along, you know? And then I guess um, when the idea came to have a band, I got really excited about it, and uh, I felt really comfortable and happy with uh, with the guys. And I tried some different things uh, simultaneously, worked with some other producers, and kind of tried to find my path. So I guess it was like 2007, we released our first debut album. And then, yeah, the rest is, uh, you know... <laughs> <History>.
2: <laughs> and and you always have this very recognizable sound. And I, and I loved your first album. Uh, there were so many good songs in that album. And, and it really stood out. You always kept that sound that was very recognizable, kind of different, even at that time when it appeared. But even today, it stands out there is something very alternative about your music even when it's mainstream if if you know what I mean even the songs that are like hits it still feels a bit like indie uh, more than by some other artists you know as they develop so was that the sound that you had from the beginning or did you like explore until you got to that uh, sound uh, before making your first album
3: I think we explored a bit. We jammed a lot. I think all of us kind of saw ourselves as musicians first. Um, I was singing with a band as a singer. You know, Eric was playing with a bunch of bands, being a drummer. You know, everyone was musicians. um, So we weren't really thinking of ourselves as artists uh, necessarily, even though we were writing music. Mm -hmm. So I think... um, I think that we had, in a way, a very clear path in mind. You know, we were doing what we loved, but I don't know if we really, you know, we weren't trying to achieve success in the music business in that way. So um, I think uh, when we wrote the whole first album, we were very untouched by the business, like mm-hmm. completely which I think was kind of a beautiful thing because you don't have the pressures or the expectations or comparing yourself or thinking about if the music is radio friendly or not. There was none of those kind of filters, which made it kind of very pure. We were just uh, writing music for fun, you know, exploring. And I think I remember at some point that it it sort of clicked. You know, I think I was definitely singing a lot of jazz with uh, other projects and I was in a phase where like I really didn't want to identify myself with that as much even though I love jazz like I really wanted to go more towards the r b sort of mm-hmm. direction and um, I think for a while I was trying to really replicate that sound but uh, at a certain point I just sort of let go of that and all of us sort of really just tried to experiment more. We found a way of being playful in the studio and you know we had little home studios which uh, a lot of people had or still have, obviously. But, you know, it kind of keeps it very open so you don't have to be in a big fancy studio which is taking money uh, every exactly. you know? So you had time, we had the time and, and uh, the energy to just be uh, jamming out and, and experimenting and recording layers and having fun. So I, I kind of feel like that you can uh, hear that in the music somehow on the first album.
1: my back on
2: bit more about this album like what was the idea what is the concept and where were you going with it
3: oh well i think it started as just like uh meeting in the studio and exploring and really um seeing what what a day where a day can take us you know like we we basically go to the studio and meet up well at least for this album we'd meet up every day and we just like write so many ideas and so many sketches and I feel like we had a good 50 ideas, you know, that we um, for And there was a point where we were like, let's make a trilogy or something. And then we sort of um, took it down to an album. Um, And then I think in that sense, it's always been the, the music first. Like it's really more an intuitive thing and something that you feel. In our case, we don't really conceptualize it so much. So I guess like the conceptualizing comes afterwards and the Mm -hmm. music writing is very and uh, getting in touch with sort of a core feeling and intuition and then sort of in the process, you know, of working together, we have to collaborate and and you discuss and you become a little analytical. But the first initial process of just writing ideas is like not thinking too much and it's really just going on a feeling. And then you kind of try to work together. And then in the end of it, you know, you're going to have to do interviews and talk to people and <laughs> have it all it make sense. sense. Of it. <laughs> so, you know, we try to make sense of it to ourselves. And in a way, you know, it usually does make sense. I think there are artists who have concepts and that's sort of their process where they are, they're more mental from the start. Um, but, you know, as musicians, I think we still have that connection with music as communication which is nonverbal and uh, you might go into the studio and you don't talk that much and you just try to really find a vibe but i feel like every album is made during a certain time and that certain time is uh, a different time in your life every time you know so 100%. it's going to be different and i think for this album there are certain themes that are uh, like a thread and there's you know a certain feeling that that I that has been unanimous within the band, you know, like sort of a a trippy feeling. You know, me and Hoa kind of been very sort of inspired by that. And then also just enjoying life to its fullest, you know, those kind of thoughts and and, and sort of weaving that in because that's sort of been a reoccurring subject. Um so I guess the idea of what the album is is it's kind of where we representing us right now and our thoughts and our our perception, I guess. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: And why Slugs of Love? Yeah,
3: Slugs of Love. I mean, I guess when when the the demo was written, it was just like the first thing that popped up into Fred's mind. So when you write a demo, you kind of have to name it something in the computer mm-hmm. so it doesn't get lost. And it had a very infectious sort of bass and drums very early. I remember listening to it in my headphones and, and sort of looking at the title and it just felt very, like, right. You know, when you just see something and you just it doesn't make sense, but it makes sense to you. And yeah. I think when we were thinking of what what the album was going to be called um, out of the titles that we had, that one stuck out and felt like an an album name and, you know, felt like rep- representative of of the, that whole chapter.
2: From the beginning until today, uh, your creative process, did it change? Or and if it did, in which direction did it go? Or is it always staying the same with that kind of having a time to explore and making music together? Is this still the case, even for the your seventh album?
3: Yeah, I think it's it's the case um, that it's been pretty similar, but we've definitely tried to explore different ways of uh recording and sort of changing the process around but i think that this album probably more than any other album is is very little dragon in the sense that everyone is really contributing to this album i mean we've have re- records where it's you know sort of been more a duo and then the next album is more another duo, hence why, you know, the sound can change a lot because, you know, we're four people and everybody, everybody produces and kind of has their own flavor. But I feel like on this record, it's very much everyone's flavor um, more than ever. So, you know, it's not as much one person's, you know, and everyone's kind of compromised with their flavor. Um, which I think makes it sort of what the band is about.
2: Do you think that, you know, that togetherness and everybody being involved is also because of pandemic and you maybe got closer or w- what is the reason that you see for for this uh, particular way of creating this album?
3: Maybe, I mean, I'm not sure, I'm not aware of it if it was like the pandemic kind of putting us together, but I just think also... Um, more than ever, you know, we're concerned of each other and, and, uh, I think when we started, all of us were kind of, you know, as you are, like when you're in 20s, you're all about yourself and, you know, your will and what you want is super important. And I think that sort of now we're like, ah, you know what I mean? You've, you, It's yeah. not always important to be right. It's not always important to get your way through. So I think maybe it's maturity a little bit. <laughs> maturity and like, wisdom. Hey.
2: Like, do we really yeah. need to fight every battle? <laughs> I guess.
3: Exactly. It's not always yeah. worth it. <laughs>
1: Behind. Chasing a dream always comes with a plan. I'm opening the door I'm opening the door now
2: I was also wondering where is the name coming from and, and why a little dragon? Well, the kind of story that we've said through the years which is
3: that it's coming from my temper. But honestly, like I'm trying to think if that like I, I do have a temper, but <laughs> I'm wondering <laughs> if that's the truth of the story, because I feel like, um, you know, sometimes when you do interviews, you just start saying like the same answer. And then in the end, you're like, is that even the truth or am I just like? <laughs> was that really the story? You know what I mean? But, um, but, uh, that's, that's the story we've, we've told is that it's from my temper, I guess. I'm not. I'm not sure if that's the truth or if it was just a name we liked. But uh,
2: well, f- before I read the story, you know, drags are magical beings. So I was always thinking about also the way how your music makes me feel. It's a, like a little bit of a magic. Like even some of your songs that are maybe sad or melancholic they make me feel very comfortable and and cozy. So it's almost like a, a, a bit of a magic. So before I've read that answer, I actually always thought it's kind of like a, a bit of a magic in this world. And just the whole music and the whole vibe, it always feels like we are in the same room with you jamming or in your living room and you're jamming. And we're just like, oh, great. This is also recorded so I can listen to it later on. Right. So it always feels like that. So so that's that was my explanation before I actually read your answers. So.
3: <laughs> I appreciate that. That's re- really nice to hear.
1: Welcome. We're gonna whistle a little melody for you. It goes something like this. to hear. You enter the room Your presence so strong The nerves I feel As I press play The volume's too low, low. Everything that we hear Felt from your ears They say something good Dear legends, You've been This soul Need to be i a scary thing Well look from other eyes And when judgment falls Just start a sing along. Why are you trying to, why you trying to be so good Stop trying to press the word down. to Everything that we hear fell from your ears. Please say something good.
3: I'm Yukimi from Little Dragon, and you're listening to Give Me a Beat.
2: Yes, you are still listening to Give Me a Beat. Uh, my name is the DJ Baby Monster, and this is Radio Laura. In tonight's show, I am focused on a Little Dragon. I'm playing the music from their last album, the seventh studio album, uh, with the name Slugs of Love. That was released in July of this year. And I'm playing not just the music from the album, but also an interview that I did with Yukimi Nagano, uh, lead vocalist of the band. Until now, you could hear quite a lot about Little Dragon, about their beginnings, how they formed, uh, and their journey to becoming an artist that they are today. And you could also hear a bit more about their uh, latest album, Slugs of Love. But I also played uh, some of the songs from previous releases that I thought just fit into the interview and the story that I'm sharing with you. Now, before continuing, I just want to remind you that there is no way to miss any of the Gimme a Beats if You are not able to listen to me right now. Uh, You can always search an extensive archive of Radio Laura and find any show that you missed. But even better, you can subscribe to the podcast of the Gimme a Beat and basically listen to me whenever you want on any of your podcast providers. Since this year I'm available on Spotify, so there are really many ways to, to listen to Gimme Beat. But the best way to keep informed of what's happening in a Gimme Beat world, what am I listening, what is coming in my radio show is to follow Gimme Beat page ww.facebook.com slash stop dot give me a beat Uh, and once you follow this page you will get an information a few hours before the show is happening about what am i focused on and most importantly later on when i upload the podcast across different podcast providers you will get the link and possibility to follow and listen to me whenever it's convenient for you and as i said if you subscribe through any of your podcast providers Whenever I upload the podcast to my podcaster website, you will get an information and you can listen to me then and there. So with that reminder, we can continue with tonight's show. I still have a lot of things to play for you. Lots of good music, the rest of the interview. And then later on, as usual, I will tune in to remind you about the Give Me a Beat Uh, and maybe share some interesting trivia that I haven't shared during an interview. Your new album, Slugs of Love, I think the whole album is just great. So I'm really happy that I will be able to play it in my show, you know, in, in full and not just yeah. choose wow. choose my favorite ones. I will probably choose some of your old songs as well. But, you know, it's good to tell the latest story of your band through the show. So do you have any favorites? And if you do, like why?
3: I guess uh, I, I really love um, Easy Falling. Because uh, it kind of reminds me of like um, uh, sort of a uh, little bit classic, like a Fleetwood Mac or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also really love uh, Lily's Call mm-hmm. because it has more a Cinti vibe, which I, I- it had i love the music like before even i put any vocals on it it had a really sort of um uh, epicness yeah we actually had a friend of ours who was um who was trying to submit songs to beyonce for mm-hmm. her latest album so hawkham wrote that song for her to send that through to her and i was like wait let me write on it so um yeah i no. wrote on it because i oh. love it so much
1: time i'll stay and i want to feel something true this
2: collaborations uh on this album and I was happy to see you working again with uh, Damon um because you also have a connection I mean you were uh their opening act for Gorillas back in the when mm-hmm. when they were touring before and you did that song uh with Gorillas back in the day and so on you know how was that collaboration was that just like spontaneous or you know how did that come
3: uh, I remember we were in his studio in London and uh, they, he was just playing like different tracks. And I guess that one caught our attention, Empire Ants, because we were there two days and wrote two songs. On the one day we wrote Empire Ants and on the other day we wrote To Binge. So um, it just felt like it was sort of up our alley, like the sounds, the sense, and he has a an incredible studio, like packed with instruments and stuff. So it's a very open, inspirational space. And yeah, it was it was just sort of uh, doing what we do, but uh, with a little more nerves and stuff because you know, obviously, we were in his space. I mean, we wrote the two songs, but you know, when you write with artists like that, you don't know if it's going to end up on an album or not, you know. So, and how did you we decide started. to have
2: him on your album?
3: Uh, we just asked. Uh, we ha- we obviously had the music first, and and we had him him in mind. So we sent the music over, and he liked it basically, and I added his his uh, his bit, which his part, which really sort of uh, changed the whole song in a good way.
1: Desert fire Saving nothing from The past Just glowing I'm tripping into space Radiating Love In darkness I feel Stuck, turn me Into lightning bugs Slow Glowing in the dark, find that streams are stars to taste. Roll me out like moonlight, on the still black lonesome lid. Taken in while the night empty out. Jesus good Dreams of stars today Pour me out like moonlight On a clear black lonesome night.
2: your career you did several collaborations and and some of them i really like the the one that you did for example with subtract uh wildfire i really liked you know i liked what what you did with gorillas and you also perform with some of the musicians so when you look at all of these collaborations which one is your favorite one
3: um um well i'd probably say the gorillas one because It was such a big memory because we were on tour with them and uh, got to perform with them and opened up for them. And um, me and Fred, we shared the bus with uh, Bobby Womack Mm -hmm. and, you know, got to hear all of his stories and traveled the world and um, I guess be part of such a big production. I mean, it was huge. I mean, we were used to being on tour at that point, uh, kind of constantly, but that scale was yeah, we hadn't really experienced that. So it was a good memory and good fun. And so many different artists from different categories and, you know, different worlds that that got connected. I mean, there was a Syrian orchestra, there was a, a brass band. I mean, there was tons, tons of different, you know, elements that just made it feel really uh, fun. So I'd say that for that reason, because it was, you know, life changing.
1: But there where your granny slept Crept up the steps unquietly I'm inept and out of breath I need to sec The game of love I reselect and choose us Decompressing from the pressure and the stress that lose trust Learning lessons from the lust Your mood ring is luminous I ain't scared of losing me The only loss is losing us Talking, arguing and fussing Fussing, fighting, then we fuck We fall in and we fall out But in the end it's still love And we don't know how this movie ends into the real thing. Ain't no in between with love We got that vacuum seal shut
2: your previous album the album that you actually released just as Pandemic started in in March 2020 New Me Same Us um yes I want to know also about that album a little bit. Like, I think it's really strange to release the album just before pandemic. I think you had to postpone your tour because of pandemic and so on. It's not so much about the conception of the album, but maybe like after you released and all that experience, how was that for you? It cannot be easy for an artist to work and can't wait to release something and then you know, you were not able to really perform it. So how was it for you? And how was it being in a pandemic and having a new album and so on? Uh, Well, I mean, I think Sweden was
3: a bit different from many other countries. And we never really ever had to be in our houses. We could go about as usual in schools and preschools and everything was. But, you know, there were obviously... Um, you could feel that there was something in the air. But um, things sort of kept going. Uh, For me, it was great because I was pregnant and uh, I got to be home and I didn't feel like it was my fault that we weren't on tour (laughs) and I didn't feel that pressure. So I actually enjoyed uh, that time and uh, I enjoyed being in the studio and uh, I I enjoyed it actually because it was good to have a break. It's always nice to go out and promote an album so I do think that that album maybe didn't really get to um, express itself as it would if we had been on tour and yeah that was that was a shame but otherwise
2: I, I actually really enjoyed that time. Are you going to play still songs on your up and coming tour from this album uh, or are you over it already because you are in with a new album and new material?
3: Um, I think we're going to try to play a lot of the new material but at this point, you know, I guess we'll have some of the the sort of um, the songs that that are the most popular in there in the set um, as well. So, yeah, we'll play something from New Me, Same Us and something from Ritual Union, something from the debut. Um, but I think we're trying to play a lot of new songs.
2: You are going on tour. Unfortunately, you are not coming to Zurich. First, you're going American tour and then European tour. I have listeners all over the world. So what can they expect from your uh, concerts on this tour?
3: I feel like we're in a point, you know, with the band where we, we need sort of to go off and wander and do our own things a little bit. So I don't know when we're going to go on tour again like this. So it feels like it's making us very grateful also, you know, in a way like we really want to make the most of this. And I mean, we're not coming necessarily with like dancers and fireworks, you know, but like we've known each other for so many years now that our, our way of enjoying each other and like really getting into the zone is still to this day, like playing music and, you know jamming out together and being on stage together and you know we try to experiment a lot and definitely these days a lot of people are playing with backtracks and stuff and we play everything live you know we've always made a point of sampling sounds and making an effort uh, to be able to play our sounds live I mean I don't know how much people care about this but it's like a nerdy thing that's been really important for us so um, you know we're coming to really like Play our hearts out, you know, I'll sing my heart out and really going to try to enjoy every every moment of it because, uh, you know, we don't know what, exactly when we're going to do it again. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't know exactly what's going to happen because every show is unique for us. And uh, since we play it live in that way, you know, it's not necessarily going to be the same uh, exact thing every night. I so. think that's
2: beautiful. And I do think people care. I care, actually, when, when the people are authentic and play everything that you hear. I can hear the difference and I think many people can. Uh, so, so thank you for that. So do you already have any idea what is in plans after the tour for the band? Like, are you already planning something or unknown is coming and uh, you know you will see you don't think about it yet so so where are you at?
3: Um, well I think we're all you know like writing music is, is what we do but I think we just need to take a break from the band so it's more going to be um, you know writing music and different projects and you know different constellations and exploring I mean we'll probably still do shows you know festivals and stuff like that um, but I think sometimes it's like you need to uh, let the ground be for the crops to be able to...
2: (laughs) Yeah, 100%. You need to actually live in order to be able to actually write about something and have different experiences. (laughs) Hey,
3: I'm Yukimi from Little Dragon, and you're listening to Give Me a Beat.
2: Yes, you are still listening to Give Me a Beat. My name is DJ Baby Monster, and this is, of course... Radio Laura, 97.5 megahertz, Or you can listen to us via web, www.laura.ch. And then you can click on the web radio that appears as soon as you land on the page. Now, in tonight's show, I was focused on a little dragon. I played the interview with Yukimi Nagano, their lead vocalist. And I also played lots of music from their last album, uh, their seventh album released on a seventh of july so basically their seventh album released on 7th of 7th 2023 and I was also playing some old songs for example in this last segment I I played a song from a previous album that I really love the song is where you belong and this song is not only a great song and it has a really great lyrics very nostalgic happy nostalgic you know in a you know, all the best way but what I really like about this song is a video video features the live the, the footage of their live performances and a little bit behind-the-scene atmosphere uh, from more than past 10 years uh, of their existence. So it's very interesting and very cool. Whenever I hear it, it always reminds me of the good times that I had with my friends or uh, family. Uh, and yeah, it always makes me smile, so I had to play it. Now, that being said, Little Dragon is finally... Going on the tour, they're starting the tour actually end of September on twenty fifth of September in North America. in September and October they will be touring uh, in North America. I've seen that they have even two shows in Brooklyn. so shout out to my friends or the listeners uh, based in Brooklyn or in New York uh, to check them out. And then in November, they're returning to Europe and continuing their tour. Now, unfortunately, they're not coming to Zurich with this tour, uh, but I will be checking if I can go to some other European city to check them out. And for all of you, Gimme a Beaters, based either in North America or in Europe, in the places where Little Dragon is touring, don't miss them. Their shows are such a great experience unmissable experience Uh, hurry up i've seen that some tickets are already sold out so hurry up get your ticket and check them out and enjoy them uh, for me as well now we're still not done Uh, In today's show, there's still going to be a bit more uh, good music. So for the end, I decided to play for you some selective songs from their previous releases. So there will be uh, one more song from uh, their debut album, uh, then some songs from Ritual Union, uh, Nabuma Rubber Band. Uh, and also uh, the previous album, You, Me, Say, Us, And I will be playing the collaboration that I like that they did together with Subtract, Wildfire, as well. In no particular order. It's not in the order that I mentioned. Like this, I'm going to leave you with some nice music for the end of the Tonight Show and also for Good Night. So with this, I'm just going to wrap it up for tonight. You were listening to give me a beat my name is a dj baby monster this is radio laura i'm wishing you good night and until the next time
1: sky he was not so shy not that kind we spoke and suddenly i could read his mind you think it's bad
3: I'm Yukimi from Little Dragon, and you're listening to Give Me a Beat.
2: Oh, my God. It's green, the fire. Go.
0: I love
3: I'm Yukimi from Little Dragon, and you're listening to Give Me a Beat.